what's up? Hello, welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. And me, Nathan, I'm a Nathan. <laughs> Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, having a male guest... Sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> Here's a Nathan. We have a Nathan. We have a Nathan. Nathan, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, I am almost graduated from the University of Michigan. I'm almost 22 years old, and I am a heterosexual white male. We love that. (laughs) So I guess just disclaimer to this episode. Why why is that a disclaimer? Just because... Kayla, you need to do it. Usually straight white men suck. And so if Nathan says anything sucky, <laughs> that's probably why. Oh my god. I, I hope I don't. Wow, Me too. You really set him up for failure. Yeah. I just want them to know going in to set your bar low. Okay. <laughs> um, so the reason we wanted to do this episode was what, Kayla? Uh, we needed to record a lot of episodes. Well, yes, but also, <laughs> but we thought it would be interesting because there's obviously there are some heteronormative expectations for relationships, and so we thought it'd be interesting to talk to a heterosexual male human about those expectations and how they are influence. Yeah, and I was also telling Sarah, like, we have to put a man on the podcast. We do. Eventually. Because, like, <laughs> people have told us, because, like, on a lot of the episodes where we talk about, like, dick stuff, we've had friends be like, that's just, like, not how it works. And we're like, we know, that's why it's funny. But, like, also, we probably should have But also, like, there's, there's some stuff that, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable talking to a guy <laughs> about anyway. Well, yeah, so it's like, I'm not going to talk about a guy's dick on an episode with the guy. I would like, appreciate that. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, my philosophy in life is that all the men in my life have no penises. I like to think of everyone in my life as a Ken doll because it makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. I'm thinking about penises, so let's stop that. Great. Okay. okay. So, as a male human, mm-hmm. if you are in a relationship with a girl, yes. are there any expectations that you feel like there's a lot of pressure for you to meet. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tell us more. Um, <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, Tell me so, more. Um, like, my best example for this is a couple years ago, um, you probably remember I was in a relationship with a girl named Nicole. And when we were first dating, um, and she, she came up to me one time and started kissing me and started undressing me. Hmm. And I just went, can we... Can we not today? I'm just <laughs> me. I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> me. And she looked at me and just goes, "What?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I just thought you were just ready to go all the time." Oh, no. I was like, "No, that's that that's is not how, how that works." works. Oh, um, and yeah. I, so I feel like there's just a lot of like pressure and like, and I've seen this um, with other people too. Like, um, there was this one um, Tumblr post going around where this girl was texting this guy and how she was so pissed because she uh, got like so ready for everything to have a date with him. And then he just didn't want to have sex. And so she was like calling him names and stuff. And it was just gross. Yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause when I, 
texted you about like being on the episode mm-hmm. and you're like oh what is it going to be about and i was like oh it's going to be about like males expectations and relationships mm-hmm. how like they're supposed to be super sexual and yeah. not emotional and you were like kayla that's the literal exact yeah. opposite of what i am and i was like i know that's why it's yeah. interesting because you are you're probably one of the mo- most emotional people i know in yeah. general you're just very open with your emotions which i think mm-hmm. is great but for a man opposite of me yeah. <laughs> literally yes i just unfortunately i fulfill some stereotypes that have nothing to do Yesterday, with my sexuality Yesterday I came to Sarah with some feelings I had mm-hmm. because I was like not feeling great and she did such a good job I was very me. proud of I was myself. also very proud of you because I went to her and I was like I just need to like talk out my problems <laughs> I'm not expecting much but she was so good progress side note Sarah's yeah. making it there anyway so do you think that like has played a weird part because you're very emotional so has yeah. that like gotten you into like quote unquote like trouble I guess in relationships or like life in general I feel like um, it it makes people think that I'm queer. I have had people, I've told them that you're straight, and they're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen. But also, like, the, we know each other from our theater. Well, yeah. we know each other. We lived across the hall from you, but, like, yeah. the most of our mutual friends yeah. are in our theater group yeah. where, like, very few people are straight. Yeah, our proportion of straight people is so minuscule. It's yeah. actually pretty funny. I think there's, like, maybe five of us. I think yeah. that, didn't we count that one we time? Counted there, there was five people Five or like just seven. Straight up. Yeah. Because I guess Out of like, like 30 or 40. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, because, so yeah, I've definitely like had people be like, oh, I didn't think he was yeah. straight. And I'm like, no, he, he likes girls. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it tends to um, not necessarily cause problems when I'm in a relationship, but is a barrier to getting into a relationship. Mm, yeah, because sense. you're too emotional? I feel like because there's that expect or that thought that I'm I'm not straight. People don't realize you're okay. an option. Yeah, people yeah. don't. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Which is weird because then I, I'm like... Do I have to change how I act? Should I? Do I have, have to, to walk up to you and say, "Hi, I'm straight." I'm, yeah. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. I'm I am straight. A straight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a straight. Uh, we're just talking last like, two episodes or three episodes ago about coming out as straight. It's all a blur because we're recording them all yeah. in a row. <laughs> we, no, it was. Oh, it was episode thirty-two, okay. the gay agenda. Um, we talked about great episode. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't heard it yet. He did. He I texted did. me about it. He said he liked oh, it. Oh, wait, that's the one we actually yes, released. Oh my okay, god, sorry. But we talked about like <laughs> coming out as straight. So maybe Nathan, you just need to like come out yeah. as straight. Like, like put out a video, be mm. like, listen, guys, yeah. I think we're really serious <laughs> to talk to you guys about. I'm straight. Just leave that as my pin tweet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm straight. And then when you go to text a girl for the first time, you first just send that video. Yeah. Wait like five minutes for her to watch it, and then you're like, "A you up?" Okay, you know how like at the end of emails you have like your uh, like your, your, your signature, yeah, your signature. <laughs> and you know how like back in the day it was a thing to have signatures on your texts. Too? Yeah. Um, your signature on your texts should be like Nathan, he, him, his. Straight. Nathan, <laughs> like, MD, he, him, is, is, straight, cis, white, 22. Umish, 2018. <laughs> that is great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, going back to, like, the the thing with, like, the emotions. Yeah. Like, um, that has actually been to my benefit, I found. That's good. Um, when I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Because I feel like that makes, like, the the issue of, like, communication not yeah. that mm-hmm. big of an issue. Because then I can be like, 
okay, you're obviously angry at me, and I'm yeah. a little peeved as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah, because I feel like that's a problem in a lot of relationships is that people just, like, don't talk or, like, don't perceive mm-hmm. each other's emotions well. So I'd assume that you probably, like, exceed the expectations of the people yeah. you're dating in that area. Well, well, and there's, like, the whole, like, expectation that, like, a guy, like, isn't going, is it just going to, like, like, hold all yeah. of his stuff in and, yeah. like, like the, the woman would have to, like, yeah. chip away at it. Yeah. Right, because I was going to ask, are people surprised that you're like that once they're, like, or that sort of thing where it's, like, once they get to know you, they sort of know what they're in for? Yeah, because, like, generally, like, with the people I date, with very few exceptions, they... I know who they are and they know who I am before mm-hmm. we date. And so they sort of know what they're getting into at right. that point. But mm-hmm. it's a lot of it is like getting past that to, for, like you said, to let them know that I am an option that like, yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, I'm, you know, I may appear like soft and cuddly compared to like the ideal male, yeah. but like I'm also straight. Yeah. <laughs> <Surprise. Date me. laughs> sense yeah but recently i think like and i've noticed this is a thing so i've become like like over the course of my college experience as you probably have noticed i've become like a lot more in tune with you know social justice stuff and with being more sensitive to things Mm -hmm. and i feel like that has changed how people perceive me even more Hmm. so like for an example um i don't know if you know this yet this is a funny thing um i recently took a girl to go see a show And, um, while we were waiting for the show to start, I was like, Hey, are you free next Friday? Do you want to go see the new Avengers movie with me? I thought that was very clear that I was like, do you want to go Go on on a date date with me? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm free next Friday. Sure. And so I was walking her back to her house and right before we got into her house, I was like, Hey, I feel like, you know, we're close enough friends that you should know that I have feelings for you. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that to ruin our friendship at all. If you don't reciprocate, I'm fine with just being friends. Yeah. And she's like, mm, this is awkward. I literally just got a boyfriend two days ago. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but like after all the hints I was laying on you tonight, then that never came up in conversation. Like, does do you not think of me in that capacity at all? Like, oh, no matter how many hints I put down. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that's just her, her like her in, individual being like oblivious or like yeah. if that's just the, the thing just, with me now. Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, because, like, I feel like for me that's something I wouldn't necessarily... Well, no, that's not true. That's something that two years ago I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, like, hyper aware of. Yeah, you are very aware um, <laughs> of when you think you're flirting with people. Right. Or, like, you think people might like you. Right. Yeah. Um, It stresses me out. But... <laughs> I know. But, like, I would feel like if you're someone, especially if you've, like, just gotten into a relationship that's feel like that's something that would be like on your mind and you almost would, yeah so that's really interesting and i feel like even when i'm not sure guys are flirting with me i always try to slip it into a conversation if yeah. i'm dating someone at the time i usually try to like yeah work that in like, just to just like cover case. my bases yeah, just like preemptively like just, oh yeah, i'm an, i'm things, an, i have a boyfriend yeah just like, to make yeah. things like not awkward just in case like yeah. i know that's like a meme and it's like like a funny thing like mm-hmm. a, gar- a guy walks like, up to you and is like hey can i have a tissue oh i have a boyfriend yeah, yeah. but like seriously like that makes things so much easier because like, right. if I know that, like, you're not looking to engage in a relationship, like, I'll just be like, okay, fine. Let's just be friends. Like, yeah. that's fine. And mm-hmm. it, like, decreases the room for error so much. Yeah. Right. And I also think that's, like, well, okay, because that can be a defense mechanism, right? Like, mm-hmm. if a girl is, like, I feel like this guy is flirting with me and I don't feel that he will take it well if I reject him. Yeah, sometimes I need you to lie. Tell him, 
that I'm in a relationship because he will respect this guy more than he will respect me. But maybe with this girl, she was like, well, I know you're going to respect me. So like, there's no need for me to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Even if, even if that wasn't like her exact line of thought, Mm -hmm. like it could have just been like a subliminal, like, yeah. You know, and that's something else that comes up a lot too, is that, um, that line of like defense mechanism, because there is that whole, Oh, if I reject this guy, he might attack me. Which yeah. is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And like, and that's so frustrating for me because like, then I'm, like I'm in this position where, okay, I want to tell this girl that I have feelings mm-hmm. for her, but I also want to be friends with her if she rejects me mm-hmm. because I can, I can handle that as like me as a human, but mm-hmm. like then it's really awkward because like, she, what if she doesn't like grasp that concept? Yeah. You know what is interesting too is I've definitely had times where guys have like come up to me and ask for my number and mm-hmm. I give it to them even though I don't want to just because I feel uncomfortable saying no. Mm-hmm. So like as a guy, I can imagine if you're someone like you where you're like not going to take it badly, mm-hmm. but then like do you think in your head if you got a girl's number like, oh, is she just giving it to me because she feels uncomfortable, not because she wants to? Like is that something you think about? It's going to or be is that, yeah. Or is that something I just ruined for you? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> No, I got a girl's number on Tinder once because I was I had like this really funny like joke and then like I texted her afterwards yeah. and she never responded and yeah. I was just like that's weird. I was like, well, yeah, that's the okay. thing too is like because I feel like it's for me it's easier to reject people like on Tinder mm-hmm. and online because yeah. you have to like look at them in the face. Yeah. So that's even you weirder just to ghost me. them. Oh, that's what I always did. Always oh, the amount them. of people I ghosted was <laughs> which is like it's fair. Like I understand that. And it's people just... people might expect that on something like Tinder. It's like yeah, okay, someone's gonna ghost me. At one I guess, point, but like, like if you would give them your number, that's weird. I don't know. That seems. I don't know. <laughs> It was, it was, it's just such a weird thing because like, while I am like a straight male, I feel like I am very atypical of what the expectations for that mean. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is very frustrating because that means that a lot of my interactions do not go the way I anticipate them to go. Yeah. Because yeah. people just have way different expectations. Yeah. What was it like? Okay. As a boy, just like growing mm-hmm. up in a society, like regardless of like the way you are, mm-hmm. which is like atypical. What is it like growing up as a boy with those expectations? Oh, God. Because I don't think, from what I know of your dad, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem like he pressures you that much either. But I can imagine there's, like, some boys growing up where their dads are really pressuring them oh, to be, no. like, a man's man. I was really? very pressured into being oh, a man's no. man growing up. Uh, my dad tried to get me into as many sports as I possibly could be Yikes. growing up. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a sports person. Yeah. Like, I don't get me wrong. I love competition, and I, like... I like being athletic when it's like fun, but yeah. like, but like once I started like getting into drama and like, I'm, I'm very into video games. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like anytime I would mess up like a chore in the household, my dad would just be like, why can't you treat it like a video game? And like, was just yeah. very angry. And I was just like, That's not how anything I, don't, works. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, so, I, just, yeah. I just missed a spot when I was sweeping yeah. the floor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like, there's just very different like expectations. Like, um, like, he was trying to sh- tell me, like, teach me how to shoot a gun one mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. and I just was, like, not getting it mm-hmm, at yeah. all. And then, and then, ironically enough, he's like, why don't you just treat it like a video game? And then I was nailing it every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one makes a little more sense yeah. than, like, a sweeping. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's just, it's stuff like that where um, I feel like a lot of my family 
having also that idea of like what a male is Mm -hmm. didn't understand how to communicate their thoughts to me very well. Yeah. And I think that's also interesting because both me and Kayla grew up in families where we have, we, we both have one sister. So we Mm -hmm. didn't grow up with a brother. Yeah. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think my parents would have necessarily forced that. Like if I had been a boy, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't like. I don't know how yeah. how it would have how the vibe in my house would have been different yeah. if one of us well, had I know been a boy. Most of my cousins are well. I have two girl cousins and two boy cousins, mm-hmm. and the boy cousins are younger than me, so I just mm-hmm. kind of like saw them grow up a little mm-hmm. bit. I was still pretty young when they were growing up, but there would be times my one cousin, um, he is like just way more sensitive, especially as a kid. He'd be pretty mm-hmm. sensitive, and my papa, my grandpa just, like, really likes to joke around and kind of, like, be a dick, but, like, in a funny way. Mm-hmm. As a kid, we, like, none of my cousins got that. We all would get really upset thinking he was yelling yeah. at us. And now that we're mm-hmm. older, we're like, ah, oh, fuck you. Like, we yeah. just, yeah. just <laughs> joke around with him like the old man he is, and it's a funny yeah. time. But as a kid, we were all, like, scared of him. And so especially mm-hmm. my one cousin was, like, super terrified of him, was super sensitive. He would, like, go in, you know, the back room of my grandparents' house and, like, go under a blanket and cry. Oh, no. And so, and my grandpa would always kind of, like, make fun of him and, like, didn't really like him growing up. And his younger brother... Is more of like he's not like a super guy guy. He's also very in touch with his emotions, but he like mm-hmm. has played football and he's just really funny. Like I swear to God, he's gonna grow up and be a comedian. So my grandpa mm-hmm. like loved him. He's like his favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it kind of sucked for my other cousin who was super like sensitive and everything because like he was being treated differently than mm-hmm. me and my other girl cousins were when we were yeah. growing up, and we would get really sensitive about my grandpa. But like it wasn't okay for him to also be sensitive mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Well, and, like, this like, this brings up, like, a really interesting point as well about, like, the reverse of that because, like, um, I had a brother and a sister, but mm-hmm. my little sister only had two brothers. Mm-hmm. And she's much more of a tomboy yeah. than my mm-hmm. parents like. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> turning 16 soon and still wants to buy Transformers to graphic tees. Yeah, And my parents are like, can't you just, like, get a sundress? <laughs> and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing that, like, this makes me think about is, like, um... I feel like a lot of my family members wanted to treat me differently as a child and, like, wanted to really, like, push for that man's man thing. Mm-hmm. But because of, like, my abnormal childhood situation, like, I don't really care about saying this on the podcast. Like, my dad died. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody, like, wa- like they were like, okay, we're going to, like, coddle him yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. not be too, like, aggressive about that. So yeah. I think, like, that's, like, an abnormal thing with me. Yeah, and how yeah I that makes up. sense. I always wonder because – so – my mom is very anti-violence. And so when I was little, we, if we were, like, at our friend's house and they had it, like, it was whatever, mm-hmm. but we weren't allowed to have, like, Nerf guns or BB guns or, like, weapon toys at mm-hmm. all. And, like, there was some, like, stuff we weren't allowed to watch on TV because it was, like, too quote-unquote violent. Um, and then I turned into me, who I own a sword. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm super into like superhero movies, and I the screenplay I wrote involves so much death. Yeah. Um, but but like obviously her trying to get not violence in the house failed. That was a poorly formulated sentence. Great. Anyway, loved it. Um, but basically, I've always wondered if I had been a boy, mm-hmm. would she have been more le- lenient about that because it's a more more of a societal expectation that it's okay for boys to want to, like, play violent games or, like, play with BB guns or, like, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. I'm not convinced my mom would have acted too much differently, Mm -hmm. but the way other people would have acted towards that decision on my mom's part Mm -hmm. 
could have been very I don't know. Different. I know of a lot of families with young kids that don't let them watch certain things because they're too yeah. violent. Like, a lot of, like, we, I watched Looney Tunes growing up, but I know of a lot of families that they don't let their kids I've watch Looney Tunes because Tunes. it's actually, like, pretty violent. Like, it's a yeah. cartoon, but, like, some shit goes down. So, like, I've Also, I've the old Looney Tunes are pretty racist. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I know of families with young girls and boys that mm-hmm. censor that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I think this like discussion also like um, leads to like the opposite as well. Like um, my my like stepdad, who I just call my dad, Mm -hmm. like very much discouraged me from like crying growing up. Mm -hmm. Like he was like, uh, I feel like he felt ashamed whenever I cried, Mm -hmm. which was weird. Like like we recently or not recently, I guess it was a couple years ago, but like like um, we went to go see Inside Out, and he was like. Mm That movie was boring. Oh my I didn't god, like it was it. so And good. I was like, do you feel things? <laughs> and I was like, I was crying yeah. when the imaginary friend died. Spoiler. Yeah. But like... <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I was just like, like I don't I don't understand how people like don't feel that. Or like, why would you not let yourself feel that, yeah. I guess? But that's just me. I I cried a lot as a kid. Like, I was a crier. I cry a lot much, now. Much, yeah. same. <laughs> much to my sister's dismay because she said that I got all the attention because I just cried. Um, Literally me as a kid. But like... It's, it's interesting because I was a very big crier, but I kind of turned into who I am now, which is, like, I'm not openly emotional very yeah. much with people. The thing and is, like, you still cry pretty often, I though. do. I know most of the guys in my life I know are like, yeah, I cry, like, two or three times a year. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of guys that have said that to me. And, like, I heard a I guy say that. that. I heard Jared say that to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't believe that. I've seen my dad cry, I think, twice. I've seen my dad cry a couple times. I know my current boyfriend and my ex-boyfriend both have said that. To be fair, though, when me and my ex-boyfriend broke up, that bitch cried. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of satisfying, but also scary. Um, <laughs> but, like... Like, I turned into my dad in the sense that I'm not openly emotional. You are your dad. <laughs> I am my dad. But, like, my dad, I don't think he is that way because he's a guy and I was conditioned into him. Just ba- just based off of what I know about, like, the way he was raised and, like, how my grandparents are. Like, I don't think that was built into him because he was a guy. That's just how he is. And that's just how I ended up. But, like, it's a much more normal thing on so- in society's mind for mm-hmm. him to be like that than for me to be like that. Yeah. Just and because I think that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Which like let me tell you, being an emotionally closed off person is not really helpful. <laughs> like like I wouldn't really recommend it. <laughs> yeah, like the girl who I went to go see that show with, like yeah. she she reminded me of you in the sense that she's like not very openly emotional in that yeah. capacity. Yeah. And then I was thinking about that afterwards. I was like and I was like, yeah, that's the kind of person, like, with that kind of, like, personality that I feel like would mesh well with me because we're opposites in that, yeah. in that mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because I feel like a lot of, like, societal norms would be, like, that should be reversed. Yeah, yeah. like, the guy should be the closed one. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Which I, I don't know necessarily how that will play out for me in the future, but, like, yeah. I, I, I hope that, like, whoever I do end up with, like, understands that. And, like, I'm sure you'll find that. a nice closed off girl yeah. one day. <laughs> I see somebody who will ground me. <laughs> you, you do, yeah. You do need yeah. someone, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I also wonder about okay, so if you're talking about like a gay couple, mm-hmm. like gay, like if you're talking about gay men, like mm-hmm. that kind, like gay men are often viewed as like more effeminate, mm-hmm. but like they're also 
still men. So you have like these two different like stereotypes. Well, you also like, have people always other. ask like, "Oh, who's the girl who's, in the relationship?" The girl yeah. in the relationship? And it's like, what does that even? That doesn't mean, mean anything. I I was at a pool party recently, and um, there was like a like a cartwheel off. Basically, <laughs> like we're all like comparing to see like who could cartwheel the best. Mine would have been the best. I'm just going to say. And like, right and now. I did a really good cartwheel. <laughs> and then everybody was, and then like we kept doing like other athletic stuff like that. And then like one of the person just goes, "I think we're all a little surprised that Nathan's doing the best here." I'm like, <laughs> "What does that mean?" <laughs> see, to me, because you told me that story. Yeah. To me, that's just more of a you thing than you being like. Like, your gender or whatever. I guess, but, like, I feel like also because of, like, the way I present myself, like, people see yeah. me as more effeminate and not as capable yeah, I mean, of I guess when like I think that. about you, athletic is never something that, like... For those of you who have never seen me in person, I'm about 5 foot 11 and just a very thick frame. Are you that tall? <laughs> Yeah. You don't seem that tall. I don't, because I'm short, or I'm thick, so, like, I look more wide than I am tall, but I am tall. Huh. That's exciting. I learned a new thing today. Well, you know. <laughs> but that's actually really interesting to me because so I grew up doing dance and gymnastics, which are both seen to be more like feminine mm-hmm. sports. Gymnastics, not as much as dance, but like, so I, a couple summers ago, I coached gymnastics over the summer and like looking at, because in, in like the preschool classes for like kids under like six, it was boys and girls together. Um, and if there was a boy in the class, it would be, like, one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did and, not have many boys that danced at And, and like, yeah, like, at dance, I think total guys who I ever danced with, uh, maybe five Yeah, total. I'd say four over my 14-year dance yeah. career. Yeah. Um, and so it's, like, those are seen as, like, more feminine sports for some reason. But if you look at, like, the athletic skill yeah. necessary, mm-hmm. both for dance and gymnastics, it's, like... How, like, if we're talking stereotypes, how is this seen as more feminine? Well, also, like, the other thing that, like, makes me laugh is, like, people are like, okay, if you are in dance and you're a guy, you're probably more feminine. And if you're in, like, football, you're, like, more masculine. But, like, like, let's pause on that for a second. Which is more, quote-unquote, masculine? Being in a locker room with a whole bunch of semi-naked boys watching porn. <laughs> or being in really skin-tight clothes with a whole bunch of other girls. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people are like, why don't more guys do dance? Like, you're, yeah. there are so many girls. Like, you're going to dance with so many girls. And it's like, I mean, on one hand, yeah. On the other hand, though, like, why does it But then you're matter? seen as effeminate by probably those girls. <laughs> but also, yeah. like, why are you using girls as, like, your Incentive. motivation? Yeah. yeah. And that's not the point I'm trying to no, make. Yeah. No, yeah. I, 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 I know. I know. No, but, like, when I was at that same pool party, like, it was me and one other... It was Perry, one, me and mm-hmm. one other guy. Mm-hmm. And the, the mom of the person who was hosting the party came up to me and, like, took me aside and was like, you both... And, like, pointing at Perry, are very smart. Oh and I was like, God. I was like, okay, really? <laughs> like, like of all the girls who are here, the majority of them are either gay or ace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's not really an option. So like, no. Right. So no. Yeah, but... and it's like, I'm trying to think of, like, the guys we danced with. I know at least one of them is gay, but I know at least one of them is straight. <laughs> so, like, it's not like their choice of sport has any bearing on their sexuality. Yeah, it's just, there's like, a, like, and this is dumb, but there's just a lot of very gendered things in society 
mm-hmm. and they don't need to be gendered. <laughs> I have a thing that's not sports. I'm going to change the subject. Okay. Because I, I thought of it, because I was thinking about it earlier than I forgot, but so you, I remembered it because you were like, oh, guys in the locker room watching yeah. porn together. So I've had a guy friend telling me before that he, like, doesn't really like watching porn, but as, like, a middle schooler, he got pressured into watching it because all of his guy friends were like, oh, we're all watching it. If you don't, like, they masturbate. They wouldn't even know if No, but they were like, oh, if you don't masturbate, like, you're not a real guy or whatever. Like, is that, like, a thing? And this is, like, kind of, like, personal. But No, like, yeah, so, like, um, I didn't watch porn until my stepbrother showed me. Yeah. And that's weird. Yeah. I, think, I feel like that we can both say is weird. Yeah. That's um, not my favorite thing but, I've ever yeah. heard. But, like, when I was in eighth grade, like, people, like, some random asshole, like, was, like, interrogating me for whatever reason when I was on the football team and was, like, you, do you, you watch porn, right? And I was, like. No. So this, like, is a thing that yeah, guys like, talk about. Yeah, and I was, like, and I went home, and I was talking to my mom, and I was, like, Mom, I think I'm the only person in my football, like, team who has not watched porn. And she was, like, what? Because I'm, like, 13. And oh, yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like this was, it just, ha- like, this guy was talking to me today. Like, I didn't know that was a thing that, like, football players talk about. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, it's very strange, like, how that, like, the discussion of porn happens. Like, I'll be open and honest. I, yeah, I watch porn. But, like, but I feel like people, like, I definitely feel like it's, like, a pressure thing. Yeah, well, that's, at the beginning. Well, yeah, because I guess I never thought, because, like, no one, when I was in school, Mm -hmm. I never talked to people about porn. My exposure to porn was I watched Friends as a kid, and there was a lot of jokes about (laughs) porn on the show. And so, to me, when I was growing up, I was like, oh, this is something that, like, adult men do, because Mm -hmm. it was adult men on the show doing it. So, it never even crossed my mind that my classmates would have been watching it. Mm -hmm. Especially in middle school. I think maybe, like, once, like, junior, senior year of high school, I would have been like, okay. Yeah, probably. But it was never something I was thinking about. So, to hear that, like, guys are actually, like, talking about it and Mm -hmm. pressuring each other to watch it, like, that's just so fucked up to me it's super fucked up it's it's just the, the whole thing of porn is just weird like especially yeah. like in mm-hmm. this discussion of like straight men and like the expectations that yeah. go with it there's just mm-hmm. a lot of like really weird stuff because like like somebody pointed this out to me and it was like why do straight men watch lesbian porn yeah yeah like what what is what is what the, is that <laughs> yeah. yeah and the the answer that was given to me I think it, it came from an article written by like a, a doctorate of like psychology was sure. like men watch lesbian porn predominantly because they envision themselves being able to come into that space and take advantage of it. I hate it. Which hate is that. messed up in so many different I ways. I hate that a lot. <laughs> and I'll be like, like open on, I, I don't really watch lesbian porn. Good. I just, it Good doesn't, to know. Yeah, that doesn't do anything for me. And so Good. like it makes me, it makes me think of my, my, What's the word? Like my peers, I guess. Yeah. My male heterosexual. I'm like, why? Why do you feel the urge to do that? I just, yeah. I I also know that like a lot of porn is created for straight men, and it's yeah. like like it's like it's created with them in mind. So a lot of times the women in like these pornos are like mm-hmm. not necessarily treated with. We like, had an episode well, they on also porn, fake didn't we? orgasms. Right, a lot, we too. did have an episode on porn. Yeah, but yes, like we kind of talked about this. Yeah, but it's just like it's it's 
wow, struggling with sentences. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's created with, with the assumption that it's going to be straight men watching it. Yeah. But also, like, the thought of, like, guys in school, like, pressuring them each other to, like, watch porn is also, like, I think it's hard enough for, like, young queer men in mm-hmm. school situations. But if you think about it, if you're a young queer boy mm-hmm. and your classmate's coming up to you and, like, oh, do you watch porn? Do you watch porn? Like, that's going to make you feel even more like you're kind of like an outcast if you're like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not watching porn because I also don't, like, I'm mm-hmm. not attracted to right. that. Then, like, like, what? Well, and here's the other thing is the, and this this messed me up when I first thought about it, the expectation of what happens when you're caught watching porn. Because I was originally caught watching porn. Oh, that sucks. By <laughs> my parents. And they were like, just don't do it again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, whatever. But a family member of mine, who is a closeted gay man, yeah, was caught watching gay porn. Oh, and that was a whole ordeal because yeah. that's how the family found out. Oh, mm-hmm. that's not good. And so imagine if I don't know how he started watching porn, but if he was pressured into watching porn yeah. by his contemporaries mm-hmm. and that outed him, how yeah. fucked up is that? Yeah, that's awful. That's really fucked up. That's so bad. Also, like, if you're a young ace boy and people are like, watch porn, and you're like, I literally have no desire, Mm -hmm. but then you're like, oh, I should, so then you watch it anyway, and so then you're, like, stunted for more years, like, being confused about your sexuality, because I think a lot of Because you're like, I feel like I should be having a reaction to this. Yeah, because I think a lot of young ace people are pretty confused anyway. (laughs) This is, like, (laughs) I I can't, so I'm not ace, and, like, we know that, but, like... Putting myself into an ace person's shoes, mm-hmm. there have been times where I've been watching porn and it just isn't doing it for me. Yeah. And I just and then I start analyzing like the storyline that has been like, <laughs> introduced, and I'm just like, this is unrealistic for several reasons. <laughs> <It's just bad>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder yeah. if this is what other people like feel if it does not if do it. it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you can't like show somebody else a porn and be like, please analyze this with me. <laughs> yeah. No. Let's watch this porno together and analyze yeah. the storyline. Yeah, like, how yeah. effective is the plot? <laughs> like, that literally happened to me so. one time. Like, I was watching, like, I was literally watching a porn, and then the ending happened, and it wrapped up the story really nicely. And I was like, as an oh. English major, I'm like, oh, I appreciated that. And I was like, but I'll never, ever be able to share this with anyone ever again. <laughs> Because then they will know my sexual preferences, and I don't want that. Oh my god! Yikes! I hate that. Uh, 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 So yeah, what a fun time! Incredible. Not where I thought this conversation was going to go. But you know what? Sometimes we have to talk about. Sometimes we got to talk about uncomfortable things so I can understand men. Mm Because I don't understand men. You know what I was trying to think of? If there was any comparable, not in terms of content, but comparable in terms of how much pressure there is, comparable thing to that whole thing of like, you know, young boys are like, are you watching porn? Like, you should be watching porn, whatever, for girls. Is there anything that's comparable in terms of how much pressure is placed on? I think when you start wearing a bra and when your period starts. See, that was never a thing for me. It wasn't a thing for me either, but I feel like I've heard of that being a thing before. Really? Of, like, girls getting their period before others and being like, that's, mm. I, I just think that's so weird because like yeah. when I, when I was a youth, obviously I have, a, I have a very different mindset than a lot of girls, I think on this. Um, 
I think in large part because I did gymnastics, um, where like I was very into gymnastics and I was like, okay, I have to look like a gymnast and gymnasts don't have big boobs. Gymnasts don't have hips. Yeah. Like, and so like in my mind, I was like, I want to put this off as long as I possibly can. Yeah. But I know a lot of other people don't necessarily have that mindset. Um, well, I think it's not just for girls, but it's a thing like for everyone is like how old you are when you like have your first kiss or when you first have sex because like I was watching a video recently and people were talking about like how old they were when they had the first kiss and they were like oh I was 16 so pretty old and I was like I know I hate it when I and I was like I was 16 when I had my first kiss and like I didn't think I was very old for that like I've I've seen videos like that where people talk about like how old they were when they had their first kiss or like first time they had sex and it's like anyone who was older than probably 15 when they had their first kiss and anyone who was older than like 17 yeah the first time they had sex they're almost like embarrassed by how old they were yeah and I was I have was older than both of those thresholds and I was yeah. like this feels correct to me like yeah. I feel like I did this at the right time for me yeah but like for everyone else and I can imagine for guys it might be even, even younger age that you're like you should be like having sex and doing stuff um, I was 14 when I had my first kiss. Oh, so young. So young. What a youngster. Well, that's, like, sophomore year of yeah. high school, so, like, that's... Yeah. I feel like normal. Um, that makes sense. But the, the interesting thing about that was that, um, it was my first kiss. No, that's but, freshman year. No, I was a sophomore. I'm, I'm young. Same. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Numbers get me confused because yeah. I'm younger than everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but the girl who I kissed was 13, and she had already had her first kiss. Hmm. Which was interesting. And then I didn't have sex until I was 18, yeah. which I mm-hmm. don't view as young or as old. I view that as young. I'm like, yeah, that was the correct time for yeah, me. Yeah, I feel like that's mm-hmm. like an average because it's like when you start college. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a quite normal time. I feel have. like when you're in high school, like, how do you have sex in high school? You live in your parents' house. Like, how, like, where? <laughs> there was kids where? that had sex in the middle of our baseball field one time. Yeah, that's. They got caught. <laughs> <laughs> We were, like, having band practice, and we were like, what's going on out there? That seems weird. I mean, a lot of it is, like, in the back of, like, cars and stuff. Which seems so uncomfortable. That just seems like you're very There was also a rumor. There was a rumor going around these kids that were in my grade in high school that people were like, oh, they parked outside, like, the, like, soccer fields, and they, like, had sex in the car, and it was, like, this big thing going around, and I was like, okay, but also that sounds uncomfortable. Why? The thing with me is that, like, I definitely could have had sex earlier if I had wanted to, but I just didn't because, like, my high school girlfriend, we got left alone all the time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, we would, like, make out and stuff in her house, but she was just like, I don't really want to go any further. I'm like, okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, like, and it's stuff like that. Like, I feel like if I, like, she knew who I was at that time, so she knew I wasn't going to pressure her. But, like, I feel like... If she had been alone in a house with another guy, she might have felt that like pressure to do yeah, that. Yeah, she would have. Yeah. yeah, but it's just stuff like that. it's wild and it's stupid. Yeah. Kayla, Nathan, mm-hmm. what's the poll? Do you have know a poll idea? Uh, <laughs> I sure don't. <laughs> Us every episode. Well, I was thinking. I was thinking of doing one like, "How often do you cry?" But okay. I. But I don't know. I couldn't think of a good way to lay that out. Yeah, I don't know what average is either. Yeah. <laughs> Less than three times a year. Three times a week. Three yeah. times a day. <laughs> so I don't think that one would work. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, 
I, I cried the second time I watched Avengers and the first time. I didn't so, cry at all, you know, which is surprising. You know what's for interesting me. is I didn't cry the first time I watched Infinity War because I was like, I know. Spoilers. I mean, spoilers. Because <laughs> um, I was like, I know that a lot of these characters aren't dead because I know they have more movies. Um, so yeah. I was like, you know, whatever. But then the second time, I like, I didn't cry, but I got kind of like teared up when I was watching the ending because I was like, I know what's about to happen. And yeah. I know that what you just said are your last words. Like, yeah. I know that. You know? Yeah. I cried because, like, I, I like we said, I know a lot of these characters are coming back. But yeah. like... Just, like, putting myself in the shoes of, like, characters like Rocket. Like, just the emotional yeah. trauma that yeah. they're going like through. All like, yeah. like, that just... All my friends are dead. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, or like, the, like Wanda and mm-hmm. and Peter Quill both had to... Side like, note. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. Holy cow. She yeah. is attractive. She's she's a nice-looking lady. She's a very nice-looking lady. She's a nice-looking lady. You know, I saw a picture of the Olsen twins yesterday, and one of them looks, like, 15 years older than the other. Cool. Drugs will do that to you. Yeah. Well, they didn't do drugs, I don't think. Maybe they did. I think they did. Oh, I read an article about them recently. I don't remember. They run a nice fashion company now. They're anyway, doing, what's doing the poll? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, how about I'm, this? I'm done with the crying one. <laughs> how about... um? When did s- you cry in Infinity War? <laughs> <laughs> At what point? On, on, okay, how about, like, how embarrassed are you if you cry in front of someone you know well? I'll cry in front of so a like, fucking stranger. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I knew you for maybe three months when I cried in front of you. I'm sure I knew you for a day before I cried in front of you. That's probably. Accurate. I've never intentionally <laughs> cried in front of you. Not, not that I knew. I've, I've, never I've almost certain I've seen you cry. <laughs> I've oh, never I'm intentionally sure cried in front of anyone. I'm sure Sarah. you have, but I'm also sure I tried my very yeah. best for you not oh, no, to no, there was a, the large time during sophomore year where I was, like, having some health issues, and I would literally be sitting in the middle of class sobbing, and I'd, like, make eye contact with my professor. They'd know. They knew. I, I saw someone in the dining hall just, like, on the phone, just, like, I, I watched the conversation, like, go, like, oh, no. cur- like, curve to the side, and she was just, like, crying, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, man. This is, like, a really quick side story, yeah. but um, <laughs> I was in a women's studies class, first of all was awesome second yeah. of all <laughs> i loved the women's studies class I um something in that class like legitimately triggered me mm-hmm. and i was like crying and my professor made eye contact with me and like mouth like you can go and then she emailed me afterward and she took that portion of the exam off for me oh my god wow which was awesome that's so nice yeah. that's so wonderful wow so yeah, that's kind and thoughtful. Shout out to the women's studies. No, the, yeah. women's, the women's studies department is great. I was in a women's studies class when the most recent election happened, mm-hmm. and they we like had a time like that we had class the day after the mm-hmm. election, oh, yeah. and like all of the GSIs kind of just like sat with us and they talked to us about it, and they were like, "Our offices are always open if you need anything." Like they were so wonderful about it. I yeah, I had a I had an eight thirty a.m. the next day mm-hmm. after after the election. And that class, there were no cis males in that class. Yeah. It was mostly girls, some, like, non-binary, a lot of minorities. Mm-hmm. And so we sat there for the first, like, hour and a half class, like, first half an hour, 45 minutes. My professor was just like, is there anything anyone wants to, like, talk about? Yeah. And so we just, like, talked about shit That's for so the first wonderful. half an hour. I had a paper due the day after the election, and I emailed my professor at, like, 3.30 in the morning, like, yeah. there's mm-hmm. no way I'm getting this paper done. I'm too emotionally distressed. <laughs> and she just canceled the paper. She's God like, bless. nobody needs to do this today. Yeah, I heard <laughs> about a lot of exams being canceled around then, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was 
a trying on, time. On a campus like this, it was it yeah. was a time. Well, yeah. that's something else to consider too. Like, like what does? Sorry, I'm keep rambling. No, but you're like, fine. But like, what what is the stereotypical male at like the University of Michigan? Because I yeah. feel like as a very very liberal campus, like, mm-hmm. do the expectations change? Kind of like you would think they might, but I don't think they do. Excluding Greek life. I was Okay, yeah, because my first thought of the stereotypical male mm-hmm. at U of M, I think of a frat guy. Yeah. But I guess excluding them, I would say, yeah, because so many people are on this campus that are liberal, mm-hmm. liberal, like a lot of the men I know from this campus that aren't in Greek life are, I would say, mm-hmm. more emotional than I guess you would expect from a guy. Or mm-hmm. just like more, more understanding aware yeah. of their own. I feel like there's not a lot of straight guys outside of Greek life. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. I to think be it honest, where you look, but that I mean, might the, be true. I've found some. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think yeah. Like on the Quidditch team, most of, most of the guys are straight, but also it's a sports team, and that kind of falls into other stereotypes. Yeah. of athletes. Um, anyway, okay, so the poll. Yeah, okay, the poll. <laughs> the poll is, how comfortable would you feel crying in front of someone you know well? Okay. One, um, being not comfortable at all, so, like, I would rather crawl and die. die. <laughs> um, two, being, like, I would try to av- avoid it or get out of it somehow. So the Costello option. The Costello option. <laughs> um, three... For those of you who don't know, my last name's Costello. Okay. <laughs> Listen, they don't all follow me on Twitter. Which you um, shouldn't, because it's awful. <laughs> the three is, like, you know, I just kind of accept it. I'd be okay yeah. with it. And four would be... The Kayla option. The Kayla option. I don't four, give four, a flying well, I think shit. four would be the Kayla option, being I literally don't care. I'm fine with it. I don't give a shit who sees me cry. Yeah. Mine right. is, like I, like, I have actively sought out to cry in front of people sometimes. So I don't know that literally gotten, not me. I haven't gotten that far. No, but, think. like, like when I know, like, I'm about to break down, like, yeah. I've, like, I've, like, gone to see people. I'm, like, yeah. I, I, need, like I need I need help. you yeah. right now. Yeah. See, when I know I'm going to break down, I Sarah leave goes people. to her room and we go, hmm. <laughs> Do you guys remember when I used to get, like, drunk and, like, hide behind couches? You because didn't, no, 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 you did not hide, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, I used to, I used to be Nathan's, like, carekeeper when he was drunk, our first, like, two years of, my first two years of college. He's, like, found some others now. I'm, I'm not even that really, bad. No, he's not that bad anymore. But he would, he would, there was this girl that he really liked, and, like, she liked someone else, and so we were at a party with these people. Oh, the drunk running. Yeah, and, well, the drunk running, too, but he, was, he got really upset, and he was very drunk, and I believe I was quite sober. And so he laid behind a couch and was just very sad but also he was like laying on his back and I was like you're gonna vomit and you're gonna choke and you're gonna die so I kept trying to get him to roll over and he was not having it and then he got even more upset and he drunk ran home and we didn't know he had left he didn't tell us he left and we were like he might have just died like not keep an eye on him if he's just gonna run it was oh my god Yep. Incredible. Nathan has no shame. Moral of the story. Any- <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Nathan had no shame. All right. Anyway, you can find that poll, which we're not going to recap. It's just going to be on the poll. You can find that poll on our Twitter at SoundsFakePod. You can also find us on Tumblr, SoundsFakePod.tumblr.com. Uh, you can also email us, SoundsFakePod at gmail.com. Nathan has emailed us sometimes. He has. It's been fun. Yeah, when he could just text us, but, but he emailed he- us. <laughs> But I was like a fan of that. I like getting emails. Because then we can it's both like, see it. It's like getting mail. I texted yeah. you recently with you a did. idea. You did. 
yeah. true. All right, Kayla, where can they listen? You can listen anywhere you find your podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, anywhere you're feeling it. Check us out. Give us a review. Leave us a comment. I also like when people give us a good comment, even if it's not so nice. That's okay. I'll keep it. We'll keep it in mind and probably not change anything. Uh, okay, cool. All right. Uh, we also have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash soundsfakepod if you want to give us money. Um, we have patrons. So for our $5 patrons, we have Jennifer Smart. Um, her YouTube can be found at Land Productions uh, by looking up Land Productions. That's L-A-H-E-N yes. Productions. We also have Estritha Vinacota. Her Instagram is at Estritha underscore V. That's at A-S-R-I-T-H-A underscore V. Then we have Austin Lay. He changed, so he recently changed his promotion. Yes. His promotion is now going to be twitch.tv slash Kaylee, which is spelled k 4 I-L-E-Y. Why make it easy for us? Yeah. Well, I was about to say Kaylee with a four, but then I was like, there are so many ways to play it to spell Kaylee. Four would be anywhere. The four is an A. <laughs> but um, he would like to advertise it as a stream where he met his first girlfriend, as explained many episodes ago. Yeah, that was several episodes yeah. ago. So if so, you remember that one. Yeah. So he hopes that other listeners might find love there, which is Aww, nice. That's cute. Um... And that's then our other $5 patron is Drew Finney. You can find him on Twitter at Midwest underscore Drew. That's at M-I-D-W-E-S-T underscore Drew. Our $10 patron is Emma. You can find her on YouTube by looking up Emma T. Fink. That's E-M-M-A-T-F-I-N-K. Thanks for listening, and thank you, Nathan, for joining thank us. You, no, thank you, Nathan. Do you have anything you want to, like, promote yeah, yeah. for being I, on? I, I guess uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at Nathan, N-A-F-F-A-N, Denison. So you can find me there, and uh, if I ever write a book, yeah, just, you know. Yeah, Nathan's just... been writing a book, <laughs> and we'll post his, his Twitter handle when we post this episode. We'll tag him and everything. Yeah. But he has some he has some occasional good tweets. Every, every now and then. My, my pinned tweet is pretty The good. interesting thing about your Twitter, too, is you actually have some very emotional stuff. You often talk about your emotions mm-hmm. very openly on Twitter, so I think that's very interesting. Just, Can't relate. To, <laughs> just to, like, wrap it up, like, that's, that's also, if you want to see a man being emotional, check out oh, no. Nathan's, <laughs> check out Nathan's <laughs> Twitter. Thanks for having me on the pod. Of course. Thanks for being here. Um, Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows. (laughs) What?